welcome to the Chirping the Cats podcast. I'm your host, David Dwork, and I'd like to welcome you to the Ryan Lomberg episode of the Chirping the Cats pod. Uh, I, I just wanted to highlight Ryan Lomberg with this one just uh, because I've been so impressed. He's been playing the best hockey of his career this season, and he really turned a corner and turned his game up a notch, not only this season, but more so of late with like the added ice time and opportunity that's come with a few guys going down with injuries. Uh, so first, I'll touch on a few of the things that he's been doing so well. Uh, I mean, look, on the ice, he's been even more noticeable. I, you, you always can kind of put an eye on him when he's out there just because he's a quick guy. He throws his body around. I think he's been even harder on pucks this year. He's attacking guys more, and he's really using his speed uh, to his advantage, not just pushing the pace, but also making his opponents uncomfortable, staying, uh, keeping harder on his checks uh, in both ends of the ice. His forechecking has been really awesome as well. Uh, his coverage in the D zone has really come around, I think, of late. Uh, he's using his stick a lot more in the right ways. Uh, he's getting involved in the passing lanes. He's disrupting plays. Uh, he's really just, just taking over uh, with his hockey IQ. Like, it's really improving. I, I mean, you know, what can you say? It's just kind of showing up more and more. Like I said, particularly in that defensive zone where he's getting involved. He's being very disruptive and it's overall I, I'm just telling you, like the the last maybe three to four weeks uh, since he's been in the lineup so often, uh, it's just been really fun watching him play uh, because it, in addition to doing a good job, he really looks like he enjoys himself out there, whether he's, you know, contributing offensively or whether he's knocking guys on their ass or whether he's screaming at guys from the bench or whatever he might be doing. He always looks like he's having fun. And to that regard, he's still, you know, even with the improved play and and the more noticeability on the score sheet, he's also the first guy to mix it up. He's always got his teammates back no matter what. He relishes kind of playing that tough guy role and getting under the the opponent's skin. And I mean, we've seen that starting last year when he was clearly a guy that got into the heads of a lot of the Tampa players during, uh, you know, all the games they played between the end of the regular season and the playoff series. And, And all of that, you know, all of the improvements have led to Lombard earning himself an everyday role, which we've seen now. I mean, granted, again, it, it helps that there were guys out of the lineup, but even so, uh, that doesn't necessarily guarantee anybody uh, a spot in, in the roster every day, or in the lineup every day, rather. But to his credit, you know, I'm recording this on Tuesday night. They're going to play the Blues tonight, and he's going to be in the lineup tonight, which will be his 12th straight game. Uh, and, and I mean, look, with Barkov and Duclair out, which, you know, Barkov is coming back. Duclair will hopefully be back soon. But while they were both out, the Lombard line centered by Etu Osterainen and Patrick Hornquist has been the team's most consistent, which has really been great. Like, they may might not be scoring as often as, you know, like the Huberto line or whatever. But when they're on the ice, possession, positive plays, keeping the puck away from the opponent, creating chances, uh, it's it's all been there. And again, not only has Ryan Lombard been playing more, but, you know, obviously with that, the minutes have been going up, even being on the fourth line. Uh, he's averaging oh, oh, like 11 and a half minutes. What is it? 11, 11 minutes and 28 seconds he's averaging this season as of today. Uh, he played season high again in the three-goal comeback against the Capitals last week, a season high 15 minutes and 30 seconds. Then the next game, he topped that by playing 17 minutes and 10 seconds. So the trust is there, and and that just kind of goes into the point that I had just previously made about that line being so productive and uh, having the confidence of head coach Andrew Burnett to pop them out there. Um, so clearly, you know, to kind of put a you know put a bow tie on all this, clearly Bill Zito and uh, you know the Panthers executives and coaching staff uh, 
they're really happy with Lomberg. And that's what Zito said from the beginning, that we're going to be happy with him and that Panthers fans were going to love Ryan Lomberg. Um, and now he's been rewarded, right? He got a two-year extension last week. And look, getting a guy like Ryan Lomberg, who we're seeing kind of improve and, and flourish, getting him at an average annual value of 800000 for the next two years, starting next season, if that's not a bargain, I don't know what is. Um, and it's clear that Zito and his people recognize the stability and the improvements on the ice in Lomberg's game. So overall, um, just a lot to like about a guy who, you know, up until, you know, I guess up until the last couple of weeks was kind of a fringe player. And and honestly, like you can go back and you can, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, I've certainly said it on Twitter, um, that Ryan Lombard has been deserving of this ice time. I've been saying that for a while now. Uh, this season, I just thought he looked like an even better version of himself from last year, that he wasn't not necessarily taking shifts off because I don't think, you know, this guy works his ass off. I don't think he takes a shift off. But in terms of us noticing them on the ice, uh, he was noticeable like every time he was out there. And that's really the key to being on the ice and staying on the ice for a guy in that position. So just all the credit in the world to Ryan Lombard. And to kind of continue on that, I actually had the opportunity the other day after Panthers practice at uh, FLA Live Arena to, to sit down for a chat with Lombie for a little while and just kind of peel away the onion for, you know, for lack of a better term, to talk to him a little bit about how well he's playing, you know, what's changed, if anything, um, and a few other fun things like uh, the the growing popularity of his hair flips. <laughs> so, um, yeah, on that note, I'm going to toss it now to my chat with Ryan from the other day. I hope you enjoy it. Here you go. All right, I'm sitting here with Ryan Lomberg of the Florida Panthers, who's kind enough to take a few minutes with me here in the Chirping the Cats podcast. The first thing I want to ask you, it really looks like you're having a blast when you're on the ice. I mean, is it, are you having as much fun as it looks like you're having? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, ultimately I, I'm, you know, very fortunate and lucky to, to be able to do what I'm doing. It's kind of, you know, everything I've dreamed of. I'm, you know, truly living all my dreams. So um, there's a lot to be happy about and thankful for. You really kind of gain a sense of appreciation, especially when you've kind of battled in your career just to, to get to this point, right? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't easy. It's It's been a long road. Um, you know, more often than not in my past, it, it looked like I wouldn't end up here. So to, to be able to be here and, um, you know, have an impact on, on you know, these games, it, it's, you know, I, I take pride in it and I don't take it for granted. Now, the hair flip has kind of become a thing. Like, is that something you think about at all or is it just like a natural flipping it was natural but now it's something that i started to think about ever since i saw on twitter people loving it and stuff like that i i definitely uh find i'm taking my helmet and flipping the hair a lot more than i used to is there any special product that you're using now because the hair is getting more attention or not not really not really hopefully i I get a little bit more a little bit more of a following here so we can we can reach out to some companies Uh, speaking of south florida like it really seems like you've enjoyed your time here not just playing hockey but living down here as well and now you signed the extension so you're going to be here for you know at least four years how happy are you that you just kind of get that stability and get to stay in South Florida for a while yeah it's 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 amazing it's um you know like I said something I'm very thankful for um you know I, I love it I love the people here you know the different cultures obviously the weather is great um but you know it's 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 amazing it's um you know definitely becoming home now it looks like 
this season particularly, it really looks like you've turned a corner in your game. Like, I was trying to think of a way to phrase it, and I could just think, like, extra lombie because you're, like, harder on the pots, you're faster. It, it just looks like you've really turned a corner. Does it feel that way? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I guess it's a bit more of an opportunity as well as confidence as well as execution. Um, you know, the work and effort has always been there. It's not like that has, has changed. Um, but I definitely feel like... Um, you know, I'm getting more balances this year and things are, are going my way. And I mean, you're still just 26, right? So probably your best hockey is still in front of you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm looking, you know, to improve and, and keep getting better every every day. Uh, you're obviously not a big guy. And, you know, sitting here with you, it's nice to talk to somebody my own size for a change. But I mean, how are you able to play such a hard-nosed, fast-paced game when you're usually the smallest guy on the ice? Yeah, I will. I think because of that exact reason, I've you know, spent my whole life doing it. I've always been undersized. I've always been overlooked. Um, so for me, it's it's nothing new, really. Um, you know, I'm usually hitting guys bigger than myself. I'm usually fighting guys bigger than myself. So, um, you know, like I said, that that really has never changed. No fear, right? Yeah, no, yeah, you cannot fear. As soon as they see fear, then that's when they, they walk all over you, so. Now, lately, I think you've played 10 games in a row now, which is a pretty pretty nice stretch. Like, are you feeling really good about your earning a role as an everyday guy? Yeah, yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, I, I think that I'm, I'm putting the work and, and I'm getting the results. Um, and, you know, still at, at this point, um, you know, I can't be complacent. I, I can't be, you know, happy with the way things are going. I have to keep looking to improve and keep looking to, to you know, help the team win and make an impact. I talked to Sam Reinhardt on the pod a couple weeks ago, and he told me that he thinks you're the biggest chirper on the team. That when there's something going on the ice, you're always kind of sidling across the bench to get involved. Like, is it, you have a lot of fun doing that kind of stuff when you're out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I would say that I'm I'm one of the louder guys in that sense for sure. I just always like to to put my two cents in. Um, you know, I I don't like when you know guys are chirping my teammates or, or taking advantage of them. So. I always make sure that I'm heard and that they, you know, whether they feel my presence or hear it, that they know I'm, I'm coming. Any favorite chirps that you, you know, stand out in your head or something that funny that you may have said recently? Not, not really, not really. I don't mess around too much. I just pretty much tell them I'm coming. So. <laughs> I did want to ask you about something you've probably been asked about a million times at this point, and that was the playoff goal last year. I mean, obviously, like, a, something you dream about from a kid, but, I mean, even now all these months later, like, do you ever still just kind of think back to it and relive it in your head? Yeah, for sure. From from time to time, the video will come up, and, and I'll find myself watching it over and over again. Like you said, it's something, you know, that, that you dream of, that, you know, every little kid that, you know, grew up um, hoping to play in the NHL, they ran through that scenario, you know, in their head or while they were playing around with friends, you know, the overtime winner and, and ending the game like that, so... It's something that, you know, I definitely will never forget. In terms of, like, not really full circle, because obviously you're so young, but, I mean, you sign your extension down here, you're establishing yourself down here, now you're growing a family down here, and congratulations on that, by the way. Thank you. How, how just cool is that, that, like, it, it's all kind of happening for you in the last couple of years? And, I mean, for me, like, I'm a young dad as well, so I, I get how cool that is. Yeah. So I just kind of wanted to get your take on it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. I, I'm, you know, just so thankful. Um, and so lucky, you know, to be doing what I'm doing. Um, you know, like you said, we have a baby on the way, so there, there's a lot to be thankful for. And when you get in your car and go home today, what, what's on the what CD or what, what music are you listening to? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm a big throwback guy. I guess not, not oldies throwback, but like early 2000s. So 
There'll be some Miley, some Bieber, some Selena Gomez. <laughs> what do you think of Frankie's taste in music? Because he's kind of like the, the DJ of the team, right? Yeah, he's got it. I, I like his taste. Frankie, he does a great job. Awesome. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for taking some time with me, man. I really appreciate it. And really looking forward to watching your career blossom down here. Thank you very much, man. Wow. What an awesome chat with Ryan. I, if you couldn't hear it from my voice from the interview, I absolutely loved it. It's just a great guy to chat with. Um, you know, hockey players generally are very down to earth, cool dudes, but uh, yeah, definitely a fan of, uh, of Ryan Lombard. And the more time I spend around him and the more I want to see him play, the, the more I'm just rooting for him to succeed. And uh, I'm sure you guys are as well. All right. Well, that's going to do it for uh, episode, what, episode 46 of the Chirping the Cats podcast. Um, a big, big thank you once again to Ryan Lombard of the Florida Panthers and to the team for facilitating the interview as well. Um, but thank you to Ryan for just, you know, taking a little time and hanging out with me after practice and uh, just giving a little glimpse into to the man behind the hair flip, right? <laughs> now, please remember, if you're a fan of my work, you can find all my written Panthers coverage on Local10.com or you can get it on the Local10 app as well. And if you don't already, please give me a follow on Twitter at David Dwork for all my daily coverage of the Panthers and NHL in general and, you know, just some funny stuff I like to think is funny, you know, whatever. Um, and also, uh, as far as this podcast goes, please, if you didn't already, please smash the subscribe button, leave a good rating, maybe even a, a friendly comment or two. It's very much appreciated, and I'd love to, to hear what you guys are thinking. So until next time on the Chirping the Cats podcast, I'm David Dwork. Everyone, please take care of yourselves, stay safe, be kind, and of course, as always, stay cool. <laughs>